0: 2024 adds another recruit to its class jesse mcculloch that's right four-star power forward out of ohio he joins the class and best of all we got carter elliott of spartans illustrated and sleepers media on to talk about it let's go you are locked on spartans your daily podcast on the michigan state spartans part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Spartan friends, Spartan family locked on Spartans listeners and another joyous day here in East Lansing as Michigan State lands, you know, just another highly rated recruit for its basketball program. 2024 four-star power forward Jesse McCulloch announces his commitment to Michigan State. We're going to get to that in a hot second, but first I'm going to try to be a nice host here and welcome Carter Elliott on Yes of Spartans Illustrated, Yes of Sleepers Media. Carter, friend of
1: this program, great to see your face again. How on earth are we doing today, man? I'm I'm doing great. It's always a always a good time when I can hop on here and talk about commits. You know, committing to the school that I follow. I mean, there there, hey, there was a lot of chatter that Tom Izzo was taking his foot off the gas on the recruiting trail, and he's done nothing but floor it since that comment has been made. And I actually might have made the comment yeah. myself, but That's I can. I, it's okay though. I'm just <laughs> saying I love what I'm seeing so far. Uh, I mean, this is the second commit for our 2024 class, so. You know, off to a solid start. I'm pretty happy. Second commit for the
0: 2024 class. And before we get down to breaking down Jesse's game, um, we are going to throw some shade right now because a lot of those comments about Izzo's demise of recruiting was made by fans of a program who only actually now have one commit for their 2023 class. And MSU's sitting here. A year already after a top five class in 2023 already has more commits for 2024 than they have for 2023. What a shame. What a shame. You hate to, uh, you hate the, you hate to see oh, it. It makes it, Carter, it makes me sick to my stomach. It, it really does. You want to see competitive basketball in this state. You love when the rivalry with both teams are great. No, absolutely not. Um. So let's talk about Jesse's game. He is the man of the hour, the talk of the town. He is going to be the number one guy we're all talking about going into this weekend here. He announced his commitment to our Michigan State Spartans over the finalist of Xavier. He also had Virginia Tech and Alabama as well. He also held offers from Indiana, Cincinnati, Mizzou, uh, the Sweet 16 NIT participant. Michigan also offered him as well, but in the end picked Michigan State Carter, how much of this kid have you seen, and what are our Spartans going to be getting in 2024 when he arrives to East Lansing?
1: So I've seen a fairly good amount of him, and it's it's kind of intriguing to me because I think that when you watch his film, you're more so projecting out what he could be. Yeah, Like he will show, and it might only be like maybe a couple flashes a game but you see flashes in the game and when i say that i don't want to downplay his actual productivity like he's a very productive sure. player, very good player. I think he's uh you know, he has the size, he's got the ability to stretch the floor a little bit, the jumper is ne- not necessarily knocked down but it's not broken either. Uh mm-hmm. he there's 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 something there. There's something that we can mold in Jesse, i think. And i think that's what excites me the most. Like uh i don't know if he's necessarily the same and I, this is going to sound bad. He's not the same player as Xavier Tillman, but stick Mm -hmm. with me here he's a player that x came into michigan state and he needed to get the body right he needed to you know he had some abilities he showed the ability to pass but he had to refine some things refine some things defensively i think that jesse's going to be a player that is going to get better every single year that he's at michigan state and the finished product of him is going to be something that i think the fan base and the coaching staff is really hanging their hat on. So I'm excited for, you know, kind of how he projects out and look, you're you're no, you're no slug if you're getting offers from Alabama. I don't like judging kids off their (laughs) offers because sometimes offers can just be thrown out willy nilly. But despite this guy's ranking, like he had, you know, number one team, he had Nate Oates in Alabama on him and they wanted him bad too. Like that's who we're going up against. And we're going up against the Sean Millers and Xaviers of the world as well. So it's a recruiting win. Uh, it's a win for the program as far as th- how he can be as a player moving through his Michigan State career. And, you know, I'm pretty excited, too, because I don't think we're done in 2024 yet. Yeah, there's there's still more there's still more to be done. These are just, these yeah. just a couple of dominoes that are falling early. Because, obviously, you know, we're on the board already with top
0: 40 commit Kurt Tang out of the East Coast, four-star shooting guard. Uh, I, I think there's going to be a little bit of a break here, though, before we hear anything else from mm-hmm. any other targets. I think it's safe to say um, right now we're waiting on five stars. Uh, Flory, uh, oh, God screw up his last name, Flory Badunga. Did I say that right? I, that's how I say it. Okay, I'm not going to screw up this next kid's name. Five-star, Bryson Tucker. That's an easy one for me, thank God. Uh And then four-stars, Aiden Shirell. uh Jace Richardson are also on the board. You also got a few more out there as well. But those guys I don't think are any close to a commitment, so it is going to be a little bit of time here. But as it stands right now, I mean here's a really easy question for you Carter like how are you feeling about the start of the 2024 class if you want to just
1: take that softball and, and and go with it honestly I'm feeling I'm feeling really good about it I yeah. truly am because you you look at just as far as the kids and their talent like uh, obviously Jesse's a player who I think can be very talented. I'm in I have a basketball man crush on Kurt Tang. Uh and I will, oh, yeah. I, will I will I will sing that to the heavens and the world. <laughs> I, I love a three-level scorer who, you know, just looks like he's just maybe sleepwalking out there, but it's just it's so pure yep. and smooth. But it you look at how these players can fit into the fold of what we already have. So, like you're talking about adding this youth to a team with experience of the guys who we have coming in this year. Yep. Plus, like maybe even throw in, I'll speak it into existence a senior year Jay Nakins and senior, you know, and uh, fifth year, whatever AJ Hogard and whoever comes back. Like, I mean, <laughs> we have that's a squad, dude. It is a unit.
0: And actually, this was next on me. I'm sitting on a take right here, and I don't know if I believe it, but I think once it leaves my mouth, I think I'm gonna just absolutely sell myself on it. Um, I'm gonna use a, a Twitter uh meme format right now, uh, broke. Uh, 2023 will be a great year. You know, everyone's fired up about this upcoming season for great reason, obviously. Uh, woke, Carter. Uh, 2024 is going to be pure cinema. It is going to be a movie. You have Jeremy Fierce, Trey Holloman, just like you said, maybe a fifth-year A.J. Hogarth. You could have... Jaden Aikens. You can have Kurt Tang, uh, Malik Carr, Garrett Norman, Xavier Booker. If he comes back for year number two, Jesse McCullough, and then at the center position, Jackson Kohler, Carson Cooper. Um, I feel like right now uh, that, you know, during football season, you get those, like, weird subset of college football fans that only worry about recruiting even during the season. Like, they'll leave a loss being like, oh, man, what does that do for recruiting? Or they'll win a college football playoff game, and they'll be like, all right, recruiting's going to pick up real good now. It's like, how about just the actual season that you're currently in right now? So I feel like I'm one of those crazy fans that I'm, I'm putting the cart way in front of the horse. I already talking about 2024, but um, I'm just – I'm fired
1: up about it. I mean it it's hard not to, it's hard here. not to it's hard not to think about it. Like I I admittedly think about senior year Jay Nakins with Michigan State way too much.
0: I <sighs> think about it, I think, about it, I think about it daily.
1: I think about it daily. I truly do. <laughs> it, it could be special. It could be.
0: Oh man. You know what? I, I want, I want everyone to close their eyes right now and just envision this scenario 2024. They're coming off of a 2023 final four or national title. And it's the end of the 2024, 25 regular season. All right. And they're going to do it like Iowa did with Luca Garza. They are going to rise Jaden Akins and AJ Hogarth's numbers to the rafters at the end of senior day before going on another final four run for the 2025 season. Oh, I I could start crying right now. It could be be, beautiful. It'd be be beautiful. It truly would be. It could be beautiful. It would be beautiful. And all this stems from four-star power forward, Jesse McCulloch, out of Cleveland, Ohio, committing to your Michigan State Spartans. Tis the season just for just pure hysteria. And uh, I'm all about it, man. Um, This is is exciting. I like being a fan of Michigan State. It's been a pretty good offseason. We're going to start next segment with that. But, like, I mean – how high are the vibes around Michigan State Basketball right now, Carter? Before we get, get into oh, a short
1: break or they're, they're, they're elite right now. They truly are elite. And it's elite when you even put out other non-factors. Like it'd be elite if we were just going head to head with the other guys from the other side. Sure. It's elite just on its own, standing by itself. We don't we don't even need them being down to pick us up. Like we're doing <laughs> this, we're doing this while their franchise center is taking a world tour <laughs> and waiting for people to pick him. Like I I couldn't be in that situation. I'd much rather be in this situation. This this is this is basketball cinema. This is what this is what being a fan of basketball is about. Getting commits, getting them on campus might be a foreign yep. task to some. And yeah, sure <laughs> and, and rolling the ball out and hooping. So I'm I mean, I really love it so far. I truly do. And the thought of getting Jesse on campus, and you know, obviously he's got another year being 2024, but like yep. just get him in that weight room, get him with the coaching staff. There's, there's something there. You can mold them. There's, you just gotta, you just gotta spend the time with them. The vibes are always great when Carter Elliott joins the show.
0: It's, it's always, you know, part celebration, part pettiness, uh, because we, we pray on people's downfall and when it does happen, we we are here to congregate and celebrate as one here. Uh, it has been an elite off season so far. We're going to get more into that here in a hot second, but I'm sorry. I hate to do this to him, but I got to send Carter to the sideline here just for a hot second, because I need to talk your face off about built Bar, that's right. They got a little tease for us here, folks. Something exciting is coming to Built.com on April 22nd. I don't have all the details yet. Maybe Carter does. Who's to say? But the excitement is real, and it's something that you don't want to miss. If you know how Built Bar works, well, you already know that they have the most incredible protein bars in the world, all wrapped in 100% real chocolate and all absolutely delightful on the taste buds. And they do these amazing flavor drops with unreal flavors in limited quantity so you're going to want to keep it tuned to built.com on april 22nd that's right this saturday mark your calendars and head to built.com on saturday april 22nd to be one of the first to uncover what all the hype is about i cannot wait to see what this new flavor is make sure to use promo code locked on 15 that's all one word locked on 15 and you'll get 15 off your order at built.com one more time that's all one word, locked on 15, 15% off your order at Built.com to stock up on those Built Bars. Carter Elliott did not leave during that ad read, so clearly me screaming Built Bars at the top of my lungs did not uh, do enough to get you off of here because the vibes are, are just too high to even defeat that. Um, earlier today, Carter, uh, on Thursday, you know, as we are recording, Seth Davis of The Athletic, Wrote a headline, and really the headline is the only thing you need to read, and it's Michigan State is winning the college basketball offseason. Of course, he highlighted Tyson Walker coming back, Leek Hall coming back, um, A.J. Hogart coming back, but I don't think that was ever in doubt. And, well, recruiting going well as well. What else needs to happen? I'll call this offseason an A right now, maybe an A minus if we're going to be really picky because they lost Joey Hauser. I don't know. That's if you're really picky what else needs to happen for it to be a bonafide a plus
1: in your opinion here, or is it just already there for you? I mean, it's, it's the minute Tyson said he was coming back, it became an a in my yeah. eyes, Uh maybe a minus, if you want to, you know, be a little on the, on the lower side, it becomes a plus certified. We won forever. If Jay Nakins is our starting is starting next year, that yeah. that's, that's really what it becomes. Um it, And the thing is, as much as I want him to come, like him coming back is going to be, it could be so beneficial for not only him, but just the Michigan State team, obviously. And I know that Coach those is probably behind the scenes, like p- pitching him on the glory that could be like him being a part of something special on this team and, you know, playing 30 to 40, you know, 30 to 38 minutes, 30 to 35 minutes a game. All mm-hmm. the screens and down screens and stuff that I ran for Joey Hauser last year. Those are now yours. We're going to you yep. some more opportunities with the ball. Like I know all that's going on behind the scenes. Like that's, that's all good and well, but I will say this. Jay Nakins not coming back will not be the end all be all of this basketball team. Okay. Now we're going to have to figure some things out. We're not going to sure. be as good, obviously. <laughs> But this is still a team that has a lot of talent. I would still give the offseason an A, even if Jay Nakins leaves. But he could make it an A-plus okay. if he comes back.
0: And for me, what sticks out if he comes back is that right now, like the when you see Joey Hauser walk out that door, that, that is a 44% shooter from three. And now you're left with Tyson Walker, who, okay, in his own regard, fantastic shooter. That goes without saying. Malik Hall, career, like what is it, 38% guy? He's solid. At shooting the ball. But after that, like the outside jumpers are kind of gone. If Jaden Aikens leaves and now, of course there's a lot more to his game, you know, he's pretty good on the inside too, mm-hmm. solid defender on the wing as well. But yeah, like I am just a little iffy on how the shooting from three point works. If he leaves, but then again, there's a lot more ways to score in the game of basketball than just that. So I, I can be convinced that
1: yeah, it's it, going it, to be, it's going to be different for sure. And if Jaden was to maybe explore other options or, you know, uh, decide to move on to the pro level of basketball, Uh, you know, there's still players coming into the portal every single day. And I think we probably have to be aggressive late to maybe find a, uh, a starting caliber wing that could shoot the ball and defend. Um, And who knows that might be out there. I'm, you know, the transfer portals revving up every single day. There's even guys that committed in the transfer portal that are backing out of their commitments right now. So you correct. So like, (laughs) you you really don't know it's a day-to-day thing, but even if Jaden comes back, this is going to be, like, a different look team. That's why I think it's going to take a little mm-hmm. while to figure out. Like, last year, you know, we were top 10, I think top 5 maybe most of the year in three-point field goal percentage, but yep. we were, you know, awful at the rim. Like, we were one of the worst two-point field goal teams in the country. Yeah. <laughs> but now we're adding in, like, some athleticism. You got, like, Cohen Carr coming in. You got – um Xavier Booker coming in more so guys that are known for scoring on the inside and you know mm-hmm. we're adding athleticism but I think we're taking away shooting from this team so it could be a different look but if we could add that athleticism and also keep two of our guys that are shooting forty three percent from three point range that's 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 the recipe that's what we need that's a perfect mixture.
0: God, I just want the season to start next week. That'd Man, just be so bad. delightful. Oh, I cannot wait. I, I also just can't wait for the Champions Classic. That is going to be, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll use this a second time. It's going to be a movie, Carter. It, it's yes. going to be fantastic. Um. Yeah, the only thing that really could happen, uh, okay, no, 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 hold on. I, I'm going to edit all that out. Let's act like I never said that. One of the things that could happen is that Jaden Akins uh, puts his name into the NBA draft. Uh, Tom Izzo alluded to that not too long ago in a press conference, but I mean, I would assume that he doesn't keep his name in the draft. And did I say the same thing about Max Christie last year? Yeah, absolutely I did, and that clearly didn't work out. But uh, I think that if he does put his name in the draft, it'll just be to kind of see what he needs to work on and then come back. But regardless, there is another player who is in the draft right now that I'm going to go outside the walls of Breslin Center right now to call this an A+. And that is Purdue's Zach Eady throwing his name in the NBA draft keeping his college eligibility. I I would wager my entire 401k that he does come back to Purdue. Um, but that would, I think that would make it an A-plus offseason if I could just go down to West Lafayette and stick my nose in there and muddy their waters. Uh, because if he doesn't come back, then, like, it, it's not a two-horse race for the Big Ten title. It, it's MSU's the only horse breaking out of the
1: gate, I think. And I don't think oh. I'm getting out of my skis saying that. <laughs> no, no, 100%. I mean, Indiana's probably going to be a factor in there somewhere. They had a pretty good – you know, transfer portal all yeah. season but those, they have a lot of question marks but at the same time i know at west lafayette right now they're probably at you know they're they're making every citizen within 30 miles 50 <laughs> miles of west lafayette to come in and donate plasma to raise nil yes. mackie <laughs> in Mackey, like they're not letting that man leave there's no there's no chance the nil bag is going to be something that's going to make heads spin there's no way <laughs> No, they're making everyone pay their tithes down there. It's, it's, it's going to be great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not, it's, it's, there's going to be a lot of potholes around West Lafayette because all that tax money is going to the mm-hmm. Zach Fund. I'll say that right now. That's right. They're going to
0: get all their, their metal bleachers out of Ross Aid Stadium. They're going to scrap them, uh, get money off that. All the fans are going to be standing for football season just to get Zach <laughs> E.D. packets. You got to do, hey, I get it. The, the grind is the grind. You got to do what you got to do okay. these days in college sports to make your guys happy. I and mean, if, if that means, scrapping a bunch of metal from your other stadiums. So be it. Or a, so little, be it. Just a little bit of plasma, a little bit of plasma never hurt anyone. All right. right? I, I might be doing it just to make sure that Xavier Booker stays around for a second year or, or AJ Hogarth stays around for a fifth year after this year, but I digress. Uh Regardless, Michigan State is, okay, obviously going to be an incredible team next year. They're they're going to be in the preseason top five. I think that's pretty safe to say here. Recently in the press conference, uh, Tom Izzo said that he enjoys being ranked in the top five, that it is right to have pressure on this team. Of course, I'm ad-libbing here, but that's kind of the sentiment that he shared. Carter, do, do we believe him? Do we believe him that he actually likes being ranked in the top five? Because I got a sneaking suspicion that th- this man is more cut to have a team ranked outside the top 25 so he can get on the you guys ain't bleep uh parade early on in the season to build a chip on these guys'
1: shoulders. Do, do we believe Tom Izzo is saying that he likes being in the top five? Uh you know what? I, I think that Izzo likes being in the top five. I okay. truly do. Because but okay. also I think you're right too. Tom Izzo is in the best way possible. This man's a sicko. Like, I think he yeah, did yeah, yeah, be yeah. able to yeah. just he's like, Oh, I'm in the top five, I want to play anybody. I want to play anybody mm-hmm. and everybody. I'm gonna to go to the West Coast. I want to go to Palm Springs. I want Arizona. I want Tommy Lloyd yeah. in front of me right now. Like I want the champ. I want all this. And then it gets outside, and he's like, "I don't care. I'm so, this. This team is still great. I want everybody. I want to play anybody and everybody." Yeah. And sometimes it drives. Sometimes it can drive you crazy. Like coming into this year, I was genuinely afraid of how this team was gonna unfold, looking at that schedule. But you know, yeah. at, at the yeah. end of the day, it worked out. It did okay. We it did. did all right. It did. So um yeah i i I think he actually does believe that that he he kind of wants to be that top he wants he wants that target on his back especially because in the middle of the season we can get the good old you know after we lose at home to northwestern we can get a good old this team just they needed this this team thought they yeah. were this team thought they were hot stuff top five team yeah. preseason got to their head they needed this so you know he can he can use that to his advantage I'm excited
0: to see, like, where the rest of the schedule nets out at because, obviously, you know, the Arizona game over in Palm Springs is on the schedule. Um, they're talking the Gavit games that all 11 Big East teams are going to be eligible for it. So, like, maybe that gets you UConn or Marquette. But, like, truthfully, like, if it is up to Tom Izzo, like, I think he would be demanding that they face either UConn or Marquette. But, like, playing a stadium where they get to shoot in a climate-controlled arena and then when the ball crosses half-court on Michigan State side, like, they, they play – in 25 mile an hour wins uh, just, just to make life even more miserable for them and manufacture even more adversity on their end. Like that's just the, the, the sick puppy that we're working with here. So yeah. Or maybe he gets the Sacramento Kings on the schedule. I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I'm just, that's always a fascinating part of the off season here as a Michigan state fan is like, what murders row is he going to put on uh, the November and early December slate for us here to just stare at all offseason? Oh, we, oh we, need we we need
1: something West Coast and then flip around and play that Wednesday night. Yes. At, <laughs> at 7 p.m. in Indiana or something like we need something, something wild <laughs> like that.
0: Yeah. So play at yeah play in Palm Springs Thanksgiving Thursday and then stores Connecticut I don't like that's going to go completely against the Gavitt game schedule but whatever he'll figure it out to play <laughs> That Friday at 6 p.m. in Stores, Connecticut. Um, he'll yeah he'll figure out a way to uh to get that done. I
1: think. And he'll lo- and he'll love every minute of it.
0: He'll love every minute of it. Um, really quick before we let you go and enjoy the rest of your weekend here, Carter, we're gonna step outside of the college basketball realm but keep it within Michigan State here. And I've had this epiphany very recently, and I don't want to jump to conclusions here, I, so I'll ask you: Are you a big Draymond Green fan? I'm just gonna throw that yes. one before going further. Yes, I am. Okay. I've learned a lot about myself in the last 48 to 72 hours after his um, mishap with DeMontis Sabonis uh, accidentally, his his foot grazes uh, Sabonis' chest. Uh, I've learned a lot about myself in my fandom of Draymond Green. I thought I liked Draymond Green a lot, but now I know that I love Draymond Green because I will go to any lengths to defend this man. I saw what he did to Sabonis, and I was like, yeah, I, yeah I'm going to ride for my guy. Sabonis shouldn't have been there. Um, how what would Draymond Green have to do on a basketball court for you to be like, ah, I don't know about that one, Draymond, because for me, I, it might be like baseball throwing a basketball at a child at courtside. And even then I think I'd be like, yeah, it's just Draymond. I I, there's
1: know. nothing he could, there's nothing he could really do. I mean, he already, he already, he did what he does. He knocked out Jordan pool. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know what else he could do. He's a God. He's a God of mine. I'm sorry. And also like, Don't grab somebody's foot, man. Like that—that's a real thing. Yeah, that's a real thing. And Mm -hmm. I will forever find myself relating to Draymond because I put myself in Draymond's shoes. I'm like, that's exactly what I would do. I would get on the chairs and yell at the fans. like that's what. Yeah, that's what normal, out of control, can't control my temper. Me would do. So I'm like, that's great. I'm loving all this. I'm watching it. I'm like that that meme uh, where it's like DiCaprio. He's like, I think it's DiCaprio. He's like pointing at the (laughs) team. Like that's. That's what I do when Draymond's <laughs> on there, like doing that. So I, don't grab somebody's foot and, you know, you won't get stomped out. It happens. I don't have a problem with the yelling at the
0: fans. Like that. that's what makes the artist himself, you know, like all these great artists, like they, they were crazy in their time. They have a bunch of antics and like Draymond, like that. If Draymond doesn't act like that, th- there's no, there, there isn't four Larry O'Brien trophies in the last decade over at Oracle Arena right now. I mean, right. it, it's just the way it is. You It, it is what it is. I mean, that's you signed up for him. What do you want? So I don't know. I just love Draymond and uh, I've learned a lot about myself. He is what he is. Learned a lot about myself now on this. Okay. Sorry. Hold on. Just one more question here because uh, Jaron Jackson jr. And uh, Xavier Tillman, uh, this just in, they play on the same team. How cool is that? They play in the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm kind of, I'm kind of annoyed at the Memphis Grizzlies, but not because of them, just because of uh, Dylan Brooks and just everything else going on. Like, Am I, got, am I about to root against Memphis, even though they have two
1: Spartans on their team? Because that's how annoying I'm finding Dylan Brooks lately. Uh, no, that's that's kind, of, that, that's kind of where I'm at. And I hate, okay. <laughs> I hate it. But, like, I can't get over it. I don't want to see that man happy. I can't. I cannot see Dylan Brooks happy. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I need that happen. Also, I don't know if you thought about I thought to myself yesterday, like, Xavier is, Xavier's like, 24, 23, I think. Uh-huh. So like that sounds right. I don't know if like the NIL really kicked in when he was in school yet. I don't think it did, but like there's a world where we could have had like a 23 year old Xavier Tillman right now. That that happens. That happens in college basketball all the time now. It's full of 22 and 23 year olds. Look at Hunter Dickinson. Yeah, of course
0: it does. It's oh man. Or can Oscar Shebae come back? Like I I saw that come across my Twitter timeline. I'm like, that's what date was that tweet from? Because there's no way that's true. That's true. Wow. Okay, get get your bag, Oscar. Let's go. turn it up. yeah, um, yeah all right well that that covered a lot. Um, we we celebrated the Jesse McCulloch commitment. We tap danced on Michigan's grave so far. Um, I didn't even get to pick your brain of uh, whether we want to chase Papa Conte now that he's asked for release from his letter of intent, but we'll get to that the next time. Um, unless you want to dive into it right now. is your um, answer qu- stern, quick really quick answer. no. Okay. All right. So that wraps that portion up. And then, yeah, we went everywhere else from next season to the NBA season. So Carter really do appreciate your time, man. Uh, Always, always a hoot and a half uh, having you on talking with you. Go check out his work. Sleepers media, Spartans illustrated as
1: well. Uh, Carter, anything else you want to plug before I uh, shut the lights off here? Uh, Just follow my personal Twitter too, Carter Elliott, uh, two underscores. I got, you know, I I tweet a lot on there too. So uh, I'm always, always appreciate you having me on, you know that. Dude, love having you on. And thank you,
0: everyone, for watching. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe. But more importantly, hey, go enjoy the rest of your week. Go enjoy your weekend. Love you all. Go Green.